This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today we are on the floor at NRB 2017 in Orlando, Florida. And I am so honored to have at our at our mobile studio here today, Earl Cox. Earl, how are you doing today? Taylor, I'm doing just great. I feel like I'm on NPR, matter of fact, <laughs> sitting here talking with you. You have such a great voice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, so I know that you were named an ambassador of goodwill from Israel to Jewish and Christian nations by Benjamin Netanyahu. And you have just years of experience of working with Israel, working in politics, all of that. Can you talk a little bit about your background? Yeah, well, I had the wonderful, wonderful opportunity to work as a spokesperson for four U.S. presidents in Washington, D.C., and that tells you my age right there, I guess. You don't ask me the last one You're I worked for. You're about the same for. age as me, right? So that's <laughs> Just a few years, <laughs> a few years your senior, but in any event, we had a, a great time working in Washington, D.C. I left Washington, D.C. to manage Elizabeth Dole's campaign for president when she was running. And, of course, we started in that race a little bit too late, and George Bush had a little bit more money than we had, so we had to drop out, and I went over and started helping the Bush campaign. And I was headed uh, in the direction of ending my career in government, perhaps as an ambassador for the United States of America. Somewhere in South America, I speak a little Spanish, so it would have helped me a little. But one day I was out running. Uh, I live uh, in several places, but one of my homes is in Charleston, South Carolina, on the beach. And I, every morning I, I run. I, at my age, I still run, believe it or not. And uh, I was out running, and uh, my life changed. I had what many people would say a Damascus Road experience. Now, I never believed in those things. In fact, when I was in Washington, I'd see these preachers standing on the streets out there saying, Hey, look. Turn your life to Jesus, you know, and I'd, I'd sit in all of these prayer breakfasts and so forth. But, you know, it, it was really, it was all in my head. It was never anything in my heart mm. relative to uh, my Savior Jesus. But in any event, I was out running that morning, and my life literally, literally changed. I was always a very stern person, worked 16, 17 hours a day, believe it or not, six days a week, sometimes seven days a week when I was with the president in Washington, in three departments, the Labor Department, Commerce Department, Agriculture Department. And it was my job to interpret economic figures, GPN, gross national product, retail sales, durable goods, etc. And, uh, but I really was thinking, boy, it's going to be so nice to be able to leave and become a United States ambassador, have somebody drive me around, have my security people. My wife and I were all set on that, and I'd have to get Senate confirmation, obviously. But that morning, I went back home and said to my wife, honey, I don't know if you will believe this or not. But I believe I heard from God. She said, I believe you're going crazy. She said, we don't talk like that in this house. Because my wife, like me, we were you know, Sunday school attendees, but we never really had Jesus living in our heart. But in any event, we, we decided that, uh, okay, so you heard from God, what now? And one of the many things that I heard, I was to go to Israel. I had never been to Israel, couldn't even find it on a map, knew only that Jewish people worked for me in Washington, D.C., but we never talked about religion. So I packed the gang of people that normally travel with me, Taylor, and we headed off to Israel. And I got there, and I'll show you how naive I was. I was standing at the hotel. That's the Western Wall. Mm -hmm. And I looked at one of my assistants, and I said, where in the world, where in the world is the Dome of the Rock? Well, my whole staff looked at me like I'd gone absolutely, really insane. They said, Earl, see it right there? There it is right there. I looked up in this great big shiny gold looking thing, looks at me in the face, and I said, wow, I have really got a lot to learn. And I wanted to become a pastor, and I figured, well, God's going to lead me into this uh, to, to school of theology of some kind. 
But in any event, I decided uh, after reading the Bible, God did not want me to go there after reading in Second John. He said, I will teach you, I've anointed you. And so I started reading everything I could on Israel. And my background in Washington, D.C. gave a, an open door for me to meet at that time Ehud Olmert, who was the mayor of Jerusalem, and then there was Sharon, and then B.B. But it opened doors up for me to work from the very top and opened doors for many Christians to come to Israel. And, you know, the, the Christian philosophy now is uh, the real Christian philosophy, not those who worked along beside Hitler and his thugs. Mm. These were people that I dealt with that didn't really trust we Christians, especially American Christians. They thought they were there, we were there for one thing only, but we were there to bring the love of Jesus Christ to them. And they discovered that. And now the Jewish people are opening their arms up because we are taking that message of love that our Lord Jesus wanted us to give to Israel. So that's where I am at the moment. You ask me for, you know, every time you ask a politician to speak on a question, you can bet your bottom dollar that you're not going to have about five minutes to go in your program. <laughs> you've, got your, you've got your speeches prepared. <laughs> so then, I know, uh, speaking of politicians, you were saying uh, before, we, before we even got on the air, you were talking about how impressed you were with our new president's support for Israel. Can you talk about what that means for the state of Israel to have the president supporting them so much? Well, last night, Taylor, I believe that Donald Trump actually became president of the United States. And you're referring to, because uh, people may be hearing this at a different time than today, you're referring absolutely. to his joint address to Congress, That correct? is absolutely, he stayed with his words that were on a teleprompter that he had sat down and talked with his speechwriters about. He didn't deviate from it. And we saw for the first time since we've known Mr. Trump in politics, we've seen a Republican Party starting to come together. We've seen Democrats they were sitting there, many of them wanting to stand, but they were afraid to stand because they agreed with him. He came across with a message to the American people of hope. And that's what they've been waiting for. No criticism, no chastising people, but says this is what we need to do in America to make America great. And when he said, I was not elected to be president of the world, I was elected to be president of the United States. And when he had that standing ovation when he said that, it just made chill bumps run all up and down me. My son happens to do a lot of work for uh, Mr. Trump in Washington. And I know what this man uh, feels and what he demonstrates as far as a family man is concerned. But all of us had reservations when he was first elected. And I know you probably did too in your audience as well. Absolutely. Um, and so, but, but they've been, um, especially in Israel, they've been very impressed to hear about Mr. Trump's support for Israel. This is the first time in a long while. And, you know, going all the way back to George W. Bush president and then Mr. Obama twice in there, uh, you know, we really didn't show a lot of love for Israel. I can remember several times that our Prime Minister, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu would come to Washington. He was issued into, you know, he was taken in the back door never given a state uh, dinner. These are things that are unheard of. And so now to have a president of the United States that fully recognizes Israel and says, we want to see our embassy located in Tel Aviv move to Jerusalem. Well, that's been on the table for a long, long while. And he means it. He's got good people around him that understand the Middle East. And I believe we're going to see some things happening over there that we've dreamed about as Christians. 
You also mentioned that uh, while we're talking about Israel and your expertise in that area, you say that um, some people seem to misunderstand a bit of what's going on in the West Bank and, and maybe misuse some of the terminology there. Could you clarify that for yeah. believers listening? Tell it, it is, you know, it's one of those things that the media puts out and people soon, you say it enough times, they will start believing it. The West Bank is really Judea and Samaria, okay? That is land that was given in, in, a, in a, an eternal covenant to the Jewish people, but they also won it during the 1967 war, okay? It's like saying to the United States of America, give Texas back to Mexico. We would never do that. We would, you know, and if Mexico says, well, if you don't do it, we're going to send bombs there. They'd send one bomb and, and, you know, Mexico wouldn't be on the map. But Israel trying to protect the land that not only was given to her in the covenant, but Israel protecting her land because she has to have defensible borders. And Mali Adimim, which is just outside of Jerusalem, is one of the most beautiful cities that you'll ever, ever visit in Israel. Uh, the mayor is a very close friend of mine. I have him to come with me and travel in the States. And when you go there, you see so many Arab workers that are working in those factories. Right there on that is called the sea area. You see them working, and when they hear the word BDS, they hate it because BDS is hurting the Palestinians more than it's hurting those people in the Jewish community because it's costing these people jobs. Soda Stream is a perfect example. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and uh, clarifying these things, giving us a new perspective on it, and just sharing your story. We really appreciate hearing from you. Uh, if people want to see what you're working on, do you have a website that they can go to? Yes, I have, well, they have several of them. I, I think one of them is uh, www. Uh, Israel always, or maybe that's not it. Actually, I don't even know. We've got so <laughs> everybody at my age, the tailor, everybody does everything for me, and they just want to see me be able to walk to the next. <laughs> but <interview>. people <laughs> could look up uh, Earl Cox on Google, and they'll probably uh, find a bunch of your websites to, that I way. Think there there that. we go. We can send people that way. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You've been listening to Earl Cox on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us today. We know that the 2017 International Pastors and Leadership Conference is just days away, but that doesn't mean it's too late to get in on all the training, inspiration, leadership, and transformation that is primed to completely revolutionize how you and your organization will thrive in the times ahead. Upon hearing from speakers, teachers, and pioneers like Bishop T.D. Jakes, Bishop Dale Bronner, Pastor Judah Smith, Bishop Daryl Hines, and Reverend William Curtis, there's no way you can return to doing life and leadership as normal. Register yourself and your group today and take advantage of discounted tickets to the Planet Shakers live recording. Visit us online and register at www.pastorsandleaders.org. That's pastorsandleaders.org. Or call us at 1-800-BISHOP-2. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.